0: Hello, Alan Doherty here. I want to welcome you to another episode of Preventive Health and Safety. I'm so glad you could be here. And Merry Christmas. Today is Christmas Day. I doubt very seriously, and I hope you're not taking time away from family to listen to my podcast. So hopefully you're picking it up on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or sometime during the rest of the week. But I, again, I do want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, a very safe and healthy Christmas this year. And uh, I'm I'm so glad that you've been able to join me in podcasts uh, up to this point. It really is important to me that we're able to continue to get the message out about preventive health and safety. And when I got to thinking about Christmas, I actually titled this podcast, The Health of Christmas Past, Present, and Future, or How the Health Grinch Stole Christmas. And we could get really, really into it and kind of copy the process there in Charles Dickens' novel, The Christmas Carol, but I'm not going to do that. And you're so glad I'm not going to do that, right? But the truth is, we've had a lot of Christmases in the past that we've thoroughly enjoyed. And of course, I hope you enjoyed this Christmas as well in 2023. But the main concern I have, when you think about prevention, the main concern I have is that you're going to have many, many, many more really super enjoyable Christmases. But let me tell you about that Christmas Grinch. Now, obviously, it can't steal Christmas, but it can rob us of a lot of joy and can also present us with a lot of heartache. You know, as I mean, aging is a, just a process of life. You know, we're born, we live, we get older, and sooner or later, it's our time to die. And that is Just about as natural as anything else in the universe. But, you know, we don't have to really think too hard about how many people we've known in the past that have been taken what we would call before their time. In other words, a premature death. We mentioned in one of our podcasts earlier that over 900,000 Americans every year lose their life in what we would consider a premature death. When I talk about a pre- we talk about premature deaths, we're talking about people who, uh, you know, have died before their expected lifespan because of an ailment, a disease, or an accident that they may have had that caused them to die prematurely. That's the what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk about that Christmas future. I want to talk about all those Christmases that are going to be following the one in two thousand twenty-four. The one in 2025 the one in 2026 and on and on and you know it's so important to look at our health now really it is more important to look at our health now if we want to make sure that we're going to have more and more enjoyable Christmases in the future I can't go back in the past can't do that we don't have any time machines and there aren't any angels going to take us back to the past We've got to do now and live our present so that we can prepare for our future. No one last year would have thought next year so-and-so is not going to be at the table. There's going to be an empty place where they usually sit. No one would have thought that. But it happened. It happened to lots of people this year. Many, many unexpected deaths. Hey, the fourth leading cause of death is unintentional injuries or unintentional accidents. I mean, just just on the accident side alone, people getting killed in car accidents, people getting killed in uh, other dangerous activities and some, you know, just things that went wrong around the home. But they die because they're in an accident, a premature death, and they're no longer able to enjoy the Christmases with their family. And even though Christmas still brings a lot of joy, there's always a little part of sadness in us when there's someone missing that was there last year that's not there this year. And again, when you think down the road to the future, there's going to be a lot of people that were at Christmas in 2023 that won't be sitting around the table in the next several years now. Those that are passing on because of old age, totally understandable. We're still going to miss them. We're still going to think about them. But the ones who died unexpectedly and died too young and died in their prime and those that no one would have even thought about dying Those people that pass on, they just tear our heart up. And especially during Christmas time, whenever we know that the year before, they were right there with us celebrating and drinking eggnog and, uh, you know, eating turkey and or whatever you eat for Christmas dinner and opening gifts. And they're not there anymore. And they won't be here next year or the following year. So I can't really encourage you enough to really Start thinking now in Christmas present about what you're going to do to ensure that you and your family can have many, many more Merry Christmases. I'm telling you, if you don't think about it, and it's not a conscious reality to you, and if it's not something that you focus on, it's going to be something that can cause you lots and lots of problems. And I don't want that. And those problems can lead to serious illnesses. And those serious illnesses can lead to death. And there it is, an empty plate around the Christmas table. So please think really hard on that. It's, it's really important. So, so what are some of the things that you can do? I mean, let's just say, and well, first thing, go back and listen to old podcasts this year. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, you can also go on my website. We've got a lot of posts on there, uh, and blogs that are very helpful to people. And I hope you take advantage of them. That's preventivehealthandsafety.com. But what I'm really trying to get you to do is just think for a minute. I mean, take uh, a little bit of time today and reflect on how great some of the Christmases in the past were, how great this Christmas was, and how tragic it would be that there's going to be some missing from future Christmases. And how many more Christmases do you want to live? Would you like to live to see your granddaughter's first Christmas? How about your great-granddaughter's first Christmas? How would you like to see that new son-in-law in in his first Christmas as the family expands? Uh, There's just so many things to look forward to. Maybe someone's out of state and they can only come over every few years. And, you know, they're not coming over for a couple more years. Don't you want to be around to be able to see them when they come in? I could go on and on. But the truth is that if we don't start thinking about preventive health and safety today, our Christmases are even more numbered than you can imagine. And we don't want that. So just a few things that you you might want to think about. We're going to kind of recap just a few things uh, that we've talked about during the year. But uh, it, it can help you at least have a start. And then hopefully once you get that momentum going, you're going to want to do even more things to your really health and safety conscious, changing lifestyle habits, and developing a new lifestyle that is really, really uh, just super fitted to perfect or to, to preventive health and safety. All right. So number one, <laughs> this is a hard one. And if you're eating a piece of pie right now, don't spit it out. But, uh, we, we really do need to lose weight. Those of you that are overweight, I can't stress that enough. I know I've got some pounds I got to lose. Most of us do, but being obese or being o- overweight is a serious serious risk factor for so many different ailments i can't even be i've been studying different ailments that you know you look up and you're trying to figure out what's going on here or there with this and what causes that and and obesity is actually listed in so many of them it's just not funny and that's you know that's one of the ones that that we don't think about as often because we're not thinking that a little bit of weight's going to hurt us or uh, you know because of the fact that we're not eating healthy we're still making it and everything's fine. I'm not going to worry about it, but that's one of the ones that gives you, you know, Hey, we're still here in the present, but your future could be numbered. So be careful about your weight. All right. If you need to lose some weight, lose some weight. Don't go on any crash diets. Oh, I hate that. January 1st is the day that everyone that thinks that they need to lose weight. They start these crash diets and start this and start that you don't need to start a crash diet. You need lifestyle changes. You need to change the way you eat. You need to have more healthy choices in the foods that you eat. In other words, more fruits and vegetables, especially green leafy vegetables. You want to eat less starches and less pastas and things of that nature. And the white bread and the fat products you know there's only so much the body can metabolize and use for energy the rest of it is stored as fat and some of that fat ends up in your arteries some of that fat it will end up in places that'll make it difficult for you to function and it could lead to hypertension it can lead to diabetes it can lead to heart attack stroke on and on and on so just just do that don't don't say okay alan i'm going to send you a message that by March, I'm going to be down 20 pounds. That's not the goal of this podcast. The goal is to get you to think more about eating healthy. Even if you're, listen to me, (laughs) this is even going to be worse. Even if you're not overweight, think about your food choices. Think about what types of food you're eating, what What's in that food? is it processed food? Is it fast food? Are you always snacking on things that aren't good for you? I mean, you may not have any problems at all with being overweight or being obese, but if you don't eat right, your body's going to pay the price all right, number two kind of goes along with that. Pick up the activity level a little bit now, I'm proud of myself. I just ordered an exercise bicycle uh and i can't wait for it to get in so i can start working on it i walk as much as i can when it's bad weather i usually don't i just had my knee replaced and some of the places i walk is kind of it gets kind of wobbly on the knee there so i thought i'd get this exercise michael it has something for the arms something for the legs looking forward to getting in that and then really dedicating a certain amount of time every day to working out on that extra cycle Uh, but, but increase your activity Uh, just the way society is today, it is kind of herding us in to a lifestyle of sedimentation. (laughs) I don't even know if that's the right word of being sedentary. Okay. It's making us spend less time exercising and playing outside and running and jogging and flying kites and riding bicycles and, and playing tennis and playing baseball Football, whatever, just getting out and getting active. It has transposed us from that to a life of watching TV because there's so much stuff you can watch on TV, playing video games. Uh, some people are really getting wrapped up in things like that, but what it's doing is slowing you down. And when you don't get the exercise that you need, your body pays the price. So make sure that you're doing that as well. Also, stop any bad unhealthy habits if you smoke please quit i beg you i beseech you you're gonna have fewer christmases if you keep smoking i mean statistically speaking if there are 100 people right now listening to my voice on this podcast at least 44 to 45 of you somewhere around in there won't be around Uh, you you have at least 10 years or 14 years less to enjoy christmas all right now that's a staggering fact you look up some of the statistics they have on smoking and i mean smoking is one of the leading causes of cancer one of the leading causes of heart disease stroke high blood pressure it's a terrible habit and these vapes aren't any healthier so please make it a habit now i don't want you to take my word for stuff i've said that all along on these podcasts look it up do some research but just think, you may enjoy smoking a cigarette after a Christmas dinner today. But how many Christmases is that going to cut off at the end of your life? What about the first Christmas you show up and you can hardly talk? What about the first Christmas you show up and maybe you've you've had your larynx taken out and you have one of those speakers that you have to use? Or you've lost 100 pounds and you look like a skeleton and you look so pale. How about uh, Christmas when you come in, pulling your oxygen tank in? You don't want to go through those things. You don't have to. I mean, people do get cancer that don't smoke, and I totally understand that. But by smoking, you're increasing your risk of having so many more health conditions that it's just not funny, and it's not worth it. Drinking excessively, another habit that you've got to be careful about, using any type of illegal drugs. Sooner or later, it is going to get you uh, I was just reading a statistic about uh, the the rate and the number and the percentage of our young people today that have taken overdoses and have showed up in emergency rooms and, and how, many, how many countless numbers of vials of, of Narcan have been used to try to bring some of these folks back and how many deaths have occurred, especially in some states and in some areas the death toll is astronomical. And no, none of those people ever thought I'm going to start using this drug. And sooner or later, you know, I'll die of an overdose, but they do. So folks, I'm saying, let's, let's, let's think about this. Life is serious. You only get so much of it. I told you I'm 67 and I look back at the past and I thought, wow, all those years I did this, this, that, and that, think about all the things I've done, all the places I've been. And then I look and say, wow what do I have left? Oh, it'd be nice if I had 20 more years. You know, it might be a stretch of possibility for me with some of the health issues that I have, but I'm pushing for it. But the key is to not do anything knowingly that's going to minimize your time to live here on this earth. Okay. And that's what we talk about minimizing risk. What was minimizing risk? Number one, not adding any additional risk to the ones you already have. And number two, minimizing or reducing any of the risk factors that you already do have. All right. So please think about these things as 2024 rolls out. Uh, we, we talk about accidents. You got to be safety cautious. I ay, All the people that get killed in car accidents. And when I go driving people still drive like idiots i never i never seen it so bad as since i moved to richmond virginia i mean i get on i-64 and i-95 and back on the 64 on my way to work every morning and i mean people just come flying up behind you swerve in this lane swerve out of that lane just like crazy people uh they turn off without turn signals or way in the far left hand lane and zip right over to the right-hand lane, Everybody slamming their brakes on. There, it's, it's insanity. It really is. But if, if you drive like that, sooner or later, you're going to be in an accident. The, the chance is that you're going to be involved in an accident. You are increasing your risk when you're careless driving. You're driving down the road, texting, driving down the road, looking at emails, driving down the road, doing something else on your phone. Put the phone down and just drive carefully. Get to where you're going, and you'll have a chance of having many, many, many more Christmases. Not only that, you got to find ways to develop some stress-relieving activities. You know, I love to fish. I really do. I I haven't been fishing in a couple years. But one of the things that I'm already starting to look forward to in this new coming year is that I'm going to take my schedule and schedule some time for me a day here a day there a few hours to go fishing now what is so good about fishing well to me when I fish all I think about is fishing <laughs> and that's it I don't think about work I don't think about the work schedule I don't think about who I might be calling off tonight or tomorrow I don't worry about this report that's due or how much labor and activity I have I, I'm not worried about that all i'm worried about or all i'm concentrating and focusing on is the very non-stressful relaxing activity of fishing i throw my line out i wait for a fish to bite i look at the woods i look at the sky Uh, I live not too far from Williamsburg, Virginia and go down sometimes to the parkway and fish there. And we see eagles flying over once in a while. And then as the sun starts to set, you know, beautiful sunsets and the water starts to calm. I mean, that to me is my relaxation. I like it. I also play guitar. I play horrible and I sing even worse, but I enjoy it. It's a stress relief for me. Find something that you can help. That will help you reduce your stress level because stress is also a big risk factor in several, several health conditions that you don't want to have. You know, it's, it's even been proven they all connect. The more I am so glad I started this podcast because I've been done more research since I started this than I, than I've ever had done in the past. And I've been going to school and I still am in school, uh, you know, in my, trying to get uh some of the papers and stuff in school i needed again i've done a lot of research uh done a little research for this podcast and all, how all these things are interconnected stress it, it can cause high blood pressure which can cause stroke and heart attack but not only that when you're eating and you're stressed you're not going to digest your food as well and thus you're going to have some problems with digestion and metabolism not only that If you're stressed and you go to bed, you're not going to get a good night's sleep. You might think, I closed my eyes at 10 o'clock. I woke up at 6 o'clock. I got eight hours of sleep. But the truth is, when you have stress building up inside of you, even when you're sleeping, you're not going into that deep sleep that you need to really get your mind rested. So what am I saying? I'm saying, you know, find a way to reduce some stress. It might be playing chess. It might be playing golf. It might be just taking a walk. It might be painting. People have told me that even if you don't know how to paint, you color by numbers or something. They say that's very relaxing. Whatever you can find to help you relax. And don't feel guilty about doing it. I always felt guilty. Here I am fishing. I could be home doing this. Or I could be home doing that. Or I could be doing this. Don't look at it that way. It's so important that you get out there. and, And whatever you can do to relax, relax. And let that stress level drop down. And then the last thing I just want to mention is make sure you get some your your annual examinations. You you've got to go in to see that physician and see what that physician recommends. You let them check you over and do some lab tests. If they recommend screenings like a colonoscopy or a breast exam, a mammogram, Pap smear, uh, you know thyroid check, whatever they recommend, you get it done because the more you follow their preventive health uh prog or uh, program the better chances are that you're not going to develop some of these severe health conditions that can ruin your life and shorten the number of christmases you're going to have around i'll tell you what preventive health and safety you can't beat it you just can't uh, you know no one can fault me for trying to tell everybody this there could be people out there trying to scam me on this and trying to scam me on that Number one, I don't sell anything at all. I'm not trying to sell anything. I never will. This is this is something I'm trying to do because I care about people. And prevention is the ticket. You ask any physician in any hospital. You ask any CEO of any hospital. You ask anybody that has anything to do with healthcare and medicine. And they'll tell you the best possible thing you can do is prevent it and not have it. So, That's why we do this, and I hope you'll take heart to this, because I want you to be around for many, many more Christmases. Now, let me say this last thing. The Health Grinch wanted me to say hi, and he wanted me to introduce you to his best friend. Guess who the Health Grinch's best friend is? His name? Procrastination. I think you get the point. Enough said. Thank you for joining this podcast. And I sure hope that you'll be back. We're going to start next year with our episode two rollout 2024. And what a great way to get started by being more health conscious and more safety conscious so that you can minimize risk and have merry, merry Christmases ahead. Thank you very much.